What's up, guys? I'm TJ Trepanier, and this is the Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast, where we will be discussing all aspects of racing and what it takes to get out on the track. What up? What up? What up? Welcome back to another episode of Rudd's Racing Unlocked Podcast. Today, we got Boosted John. What's going on, man? What's up? So basically, again, another little bit of a run through, go through a little bit about Boosted John. Um, If you don't know, he has a YouTube channel. It's pretty sweet. I definitely recommend getting on and checking it out. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we go through the podcast. Um, Basically, man, what we're going to do, go over your background, let the people know kind of where you grew up, what you've been doing, how you got into YouTubing, cars, you know, the gist. So um, yeah, where'd you grow up at? So I I grew up in uh, Glenview. Illinois. Yeah. I went to Glenbrook South High School, went to Oakton Community College. Um, yeah, I didn't really move around at all. It's pretty much where I grew up the whole time. Yeah. So you've been, you still staying out in that area too? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still in Glenview. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so where'd you go to school? I went to Glenbrook South High School. Nice. And then I went to Oakton Community College. What'd you do at Oakton? I studied uh, science and math. Like my, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know. My, so like I always wanted to, I wanted to go into like automotive engineering, like mm-hmm. be an engineer. Yeah. Um, and so I studied science and math so I could transfer with science and math. Yeah. For an engineering major. Mm-hmm. Um, my associate's degree from Oakton says an associate in science or mathematics. Or? or that's how it's phrased. You don't get both? <laughs> no, no, no. And then I graduated and I went back and they're like, I went to go pick up my diploma. And they're like, oh, by the way, you also got an associate's in arts. Just like a, like a. Like a freebie? A yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was like, how did that happen? <laughs> I guess my courses overlapped. I don't know. But yeah, that happened too. That's, oh, nice. that's nice. That's nice. Um, yeah. Where are you working at right now? Um, well. Besides your YouTube. So, so yeah, YouTube and then. Uh, I'm actually in between jobs right now. So I was working for Mercedes-Benz of Chicago okay. as just like an express technician um, nice. for the last six months. And then my boss who gave me that job or hired me uh, left and went to Tesla. Oh. So he actually was like, yeah, we got a spot at Tesla come through. So I applied to Tesla and I'm starting at Tesla on the 18th of October. That's yeah. exciting. That's cool. That's a good setup. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As like on their express line, like doing. Uh, it's I don't exactly. So they they explained it to me. Uh, it's like in levels. It's like you start at like one and then two, three, four, five. Oh okay. Uh, he said there's like three or four level five technicians okay, that cool. exist. So it's like it scales pretty hard. So you work your way up. Yeah, and I think I'm starting at either one or two. I'm cool. not sure yet. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Don't shock yeah. yourself. I know. Yeah. I would say electrical is like the thing that scares me the most. So it's kind of cool. When I used to work at Honda and the hybrid batteries and the old Civics you had to like when you had to change them you had to take a cover off and it said warning do not remove you will die it doesn't say you can die it says you will die <laughs> on the car on, on the on the battery like the, the battery cover that you had to take off to remove it it says do not remove you will die bro we're letting you know so, right now this is not a good option for you yeah so <laughs> i used to send my mom the picture when I, every time i had to do it i'm like hey i gotta take this off just so you know and i mean obviously it was never a problem i did it with the right procedure but i think they just did it you know so yeah it, regular people aren't taking it off because on that car it's actually behind the back seat it's not in the floorboard gotcha it's behind the back seat like in the trunk area so <laughs> you just have to take hybrid batteries off mom, time. yeah yeah savage mama i love you <laughs> jesus um, so have you had any um schooling for 
being a mechanic or working on cars or anything like that? No, I actually have no, no I have no formal schooling. Yeah. That's um, cool. I mean, I, I guess I, I took uh, automotive in high school mm-hmm. and I was like, I took uh, just like entry level autos um, freshman year and then I didn't have room for autos in my schedule at all until senior year. Uh, but going into senior year, I had like repainted a truck and done a bunch of work on this truck with my dad. And I showed the school pictures and I was like, here's what I did. Can I please get into vocational? so that I can bring in this truck and work on it in my autos class. Yeah. Um, and the school approved me to go up to like autos four essentially. And so oh, I like, sweet. yeah, I just got like every day, first period, it was an hour and a half. My own truck was in the shop on the lift and I would just work on it every day. That's was, one way to get you to go to school. I tell you that yeah, it because was, I would have been sweet. definitely okay waking up going to school for that. Hundred <laughs> percent. I love that. It was the best thing. <clears throat> so let's talk a little bit. We're going to more do basically car info. So I know if anybody has watched your YouTube, they kind of obviously have the gist of what you've been doing within the past, but kind of what do you have right now? What's your fleet look like? So right now I have a 2013 F-150. Uh, that's just like the daily. I got it as a tow rig as well. How do you like that? Let's wait. I want to talk <laughs> about that because I'm looking for a truck myself. Yeah. So I, I've been in between the, the F-150 and the Silverado. Yeah. So it really depends on the year. I got really lucky. I've never really big, been a big fan of the body style of mine. Yeah. Um, but it came, it was like the FX4 package, which I it's thought sweet. actually looked decent. Yeah, it's sweet. Uh, thank you and then uh also it just had like all of the technology mm-hmm. you know like heated seats air conditioned seats bluetooth oh it's got the like, air it's conditioned got, seats yeah it's got everything oh, it's got yeah. all of it so i probably wouldn't have gone with that truck if it didn't have everything mm-hmm. but it was like a good bang for your buck truck i guess yeah. is how i would put it and I, i've been loving it so far it's a v6 awesome. twin turbo right yep yeah it's three yeah. five i like the three fives everybody is kind of iffy about them but i don't know i think they're pretty sweet you can do some mods to it too so i mean yeah I, i've liked it i don't think there's really anything to hate on the three five other than if, if you wanted to be like oh it's a v6 but yeah. still it's like it makes more torque than the v8 and be- way better gas mileage and way you can tune gas it mileage yep it's yep. like you put it's, a, it's put, a win-win you put some intakes on those things they do sound pretty cool pretty bad yeah we um one of my buddies owns a dealership and they did basically what they called the um mini raptor so they just put like intakes and like an exhaust and stuff on it and i was extremely surprised at how it actually hooked up and it was pretty quick i was like all right these are pretty sweet yeah. all right all right let's move forward after after the truck what else okay. you got uh so my my main thing that i've been working on for the last few years is a 1993 eg hatch okay um yeah it it was it's had several different motors it was a built lsv tech setup uh turbo it cracked a bunch of uh like valve reliefs like all four valve all four pistons valve release craft valve reliefs cracked shit yeah that's a lot of detonation yeah (laughs) it was not good (laughs) deep breath (laughs) yeah so that motor's being rebuilt in the meantime i just picked up a 500 ls long block Mm -hmm. from a subscriber Mm -hmm. and i just threw it in yeah like a couple days and i've just been uh ripping it beating yeah her. absolutely yeah i had I a friend know. street tune it like it's just i mean they could take a beating yeah oh it's, yeah it's been great yeah uh that's ls tech as well too you just no that's just the ls long block just ls yeah i literally just like bought the threw long block there. and just put it in the car <laughs> and i was just like put the same turbo kit on it and everything and i'm just what just trans is in it ls ls um with a wave track limited slip diff that's a little that's a little weird i'll be honest with you those long gears kind of sketch me out i had an ls in one of mine and it just didn't feel like it was the uh, i don't know i'm a gsr fan so with the trans at I least mean, the gsr is the best transfer turbo but yeah. ls would be much preferred over b16 
Oh, yeah, 100%. I had to be 16, too, and I felt like I couldn't do anything. Yeah, too short. The entire time. GSR is the best of both worlds, but yep. LS is, you know, the next best thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. You just need to make a little more power. Right. I have uh, I don't know any better. Like, I, I don't know any different, you right? start somewhere. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, 100%. I, I've only had the LS trans. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, it's been the same trans. Like, it's been through three motors, and that trans is still just, just hanging out. Because the gears yeah. are so long, that it will last a lot longer than, like, a GSR would gotcha. normally. So. That makes sense. You can turn up the power on the LS trans more than you... I mean, GSR trans is pretty strong, but I feel like LS would definitely be the strongest as far as track record that I've seen. And have fun finding a GSR trans right now. Yeah. I'll tell you That's that. That's not already talked really? about. Really? Yeah, I'll oh, tell you that. It's ridiculous. Impossible. Don't yeah. even try. Yeah. Wow. Just uh, turn your boost up. <laughs> yeah. yeah letter E. Let's letter E. Um... So are those the two? You got anything else? Or is it just those two right now? Yeah, I had an S2000. Uh, I bought it last October, so I had it for almost a year. Uh, but I sold that to get the truck. How did that feel? I, I, I watched the video. I, that had to hurt a little bit. Because I'm a big S2000 fan. So I've been looking for one for a good price for a while. And I haven't been able to find anything. So seeing you get rid of it, I was like, ooh, that had to, that had to dig a little bit. You know, it really sucked. Uh, I, I'll say this right now. It's, it's the best car I've ever owned. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever own a car better than an s2000 mm-hmm. um i it hurts to get rid of it but i know i'm gonna get another one someday yeah i got a, a authentic jay's front bumper for it and like i held on to the bumper i sold everything else with the car but like i held on to the bumper so i'd be like <laughs> i'm gonna put this on my next s2000 i'm not getting rid of it i'm yeah. not getting rid of it the only bad thing i see for you selling the s2000 is just because now you don't have a track day car yeah i can't yeah. do i can't do grip but i mean at least you know road course yeah yeah you sure can. you can nah come on that's not nah. a big deal remember your car you're good nah you're not good. <laughs> i remember my car you're not good. No. but you could just buy a different you know yeah buy another project build you know start right. a 500 road course car or something yeah and, and that would that's probably what i would do i just felt like i had it, it was just too expensive of a car yeah. for me right now it's that's like, thousand is, to, yeah it's not cheap right. tires are more expensive everything's more expensive when it comes to thousand so right so i was like get rid of this now yeah. Focus, but that allow you to have more content for the shit, and now you got a truck to tow your shit, so you can send it to the moon. Yep. Also, the S two thousand wasn't getting views. Yeah, it just didn't. I, I don't. Not very many people. Oh, I want to watch this guy drive his S two thousand on the track. You know, it's yep. It's been done for so long. It's, you know? Yeah, it's, it's way more funny to watch you try to blow up a five hundred dollar. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's way more entertaining. Yeah, but like if you take our circle track car, like we can make a YouTube video. Like circle track car goes road racing, and I bet you it would fucking kill it because who? It's like a goofy car that looks like it's beat the shit <laughs> we should track, that's you know, the so. one thing i regret because i wish we would have had like videotaped everything because yeah. you'd be surprised when i don't you've been have you been to track days uh i've only done one real track day and it was at autobahn and mm-hmm. it was raining okay yeah we went to autobahn you're gonna have to come out with us next time next year coming up yeah but it's crazy because you have all these like gltc cars that are all set up and everything's so nice and i'm parked next to his car the da a bunch of really nice hondas and everybody's looking at the circle track car it's like why this thing is beat the shit it's got rust and it's got a bunch of leaves and rubber and shit all on the inside <laughs> yeah People just like it just because it's cool. It's different. You don't see you don't see a beat up car that beat up on mm-hmm. you know the road course, right? Because uh, if you go to the circle track, yeah, you see a fucking hundred of them. But a lot of the people don't go to circle track, so they don't really know kind of like 
that that exists. So they're like, what the fuck is going on with this car? Like, Everybody why? watch out. This guy's on the track. Yeah. You never know what's going to so happen. They just don't know. <laughs> they don't know that world exists. So yeah. when they see that car, they're confused. So they look at it, take pictures of it, and it's, it's funny. Everyone thinks I was doing NASCAR or something. Yeah. And it, was, it was interesting. It yeah. was awesome. so, so I don't know too much about Circle Track. Yeah. So Circle Track is, that's wheel to wheel? It is. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. partially why it's so beat up. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And okay. it's it's budget. It's budget. So it's $25 to go race circle track. Oh, no way. So it, and it's, it's way budget friendly. It's just – so the only thing for circle track you got to have is like a full fire suit, like, you yeah. know, type of safety gear mm-hmm. and a roll cage. And okay. everything else is supposed to be stock. Mm-hmm. So like oh. suspension is supposed to be stock. Tire is supposed to be stock. You know, all that little sh- – I mean, we modify some shit. But, like, it's supposed to be stock. So, it's, like, the budget entry-level racing. The rules gotcha. get bent. So, like, Rockford Speedway, to go out Rockford Speedway, I, I think I think they jacked up the price to 40 bucks. But, um, so, it's 40 bucks. They race every Saturday. And you get three races um, plus qualifying. And it's awesome. Like, you qualify. and It's then, a rush. Yeah, there's, there's generally about 20 cars. And Rockford Speedway is, I think it's eighth or quarter mile. Rockford is obviously oval. I think um, Rockford's an eighth. Maybe whatever. No, I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. I don't yeah. know. There, what I'm isn't there? About. There's one in um, like by Wilmot too, yeah, right? It is Wilmot. Wilmot. Yeah, Wilmot's dirt. dirt. Oh, it's dirt. Yeah, yeah. Wilmot's uh, dirt. I tell you right now, asphalt, dirt's so. a whole different, a whole uh, different situation. The, that the car has so many bumps and bruises from the dirt. Got oh, so, so you you run it on dirt too? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Now, it used to be my car, and oh, okay. I first started racing at Wilmot. That was my home track because it's only five minutes from my house. So I raced it for many years over there, and then i got more into asphalt it's a little bit more competitive than the dirt it's a little more technical less bump and grind more like nascar ish mm-hmm. so i used to race rockford speedway and then i sold the car to tj so that he could do it and i was gonna build myself a new one and then yeah he's done wilmot and but he also road course the same car so he took his circle track car took a road course <laughs> and just, obviously we changed suspension and tires and shit but yeah, there's like mud awesome. falling out of there it was. on the track. percent, there was. <laughs> well, sure. when we went to Audubon, it was raining for us too, and I don't have any windows. Don't have any windows. None. Don't have anything. It's a plexiglass front. It's no windshield wipers. It was leaking coming in. I'll show you the video afterwards. It, yeah, it, yeah. it was a shit show, but it was a hell of a time. It was a fun time being able to get out there with a circle track car <laughs> on a road course. Like you should do a YouTube video. Like if you want to use a circle track car, just buy yourself all the safety gear. Yeah. And make a YouTube video of you going to circle track racing. I guarantee you get a shit. I will. I'm hundred percent down. Your, for your that. subscribers. You can one hundred percent do it. Dude, that was the funnest shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you if can, you think road racing was fun, which it is fun, but circle track is so much more intense than like an HPD lapping day, mm-hmm. and it's cheaper, and it's yeah. dude, it's the time of your life. Do it's I need awesome. to like know anything when I go there? I just show yeah, up and you, I'm like, I'm I here mean, to drive. You know how to turn, <laughs> you know how to turn left, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> if you listen to episode two uh-huh. of our podcast, that's circle track. So mm-hmm. okay. we kind of go yeah. over what you need to expect when you're going circle track because it was their first, him and Andy's first circle track. Mm-hmm. So we recorded episode two after or two or three yeah. after day first event so you know God, how man. do you go up to the gate how do you pay how do you do this how do you do that where do you pick your number where do you line up we went mm-hmm. through it all on that episode don't jump anything it's, it's it's pretty easy and all you can do is just go faster and left and and, and it, fun. The, the, the people are cool you you'll catch some people that are a little too serious about it mm-hmm. but it's still it's still a good time i mean gotcha. we, we would go out with you if you wanted to go so oh yeah 100 if you gonna, wanted to go we're not just gonna grab. send you Send you, send you <laughs> the wolves with our car. Hey, bud, have fun. <laughs> well, at least go, you know. So. <laughs> All right, so um, let's get back on topic a little bit. Uh, 
So you were talking about you got that built motor coming. Mm-hmm. What's what's kind of the plan with the built motor? What what do you think your steps are going to be? Is this going to be like a winter project that you're doing? Yeah. So right now I'm working on redoing the turbo kit mm-hmm. uh, for the Civic. So what going, kind of turbo and everything you put on it? It's a replica GT thirty five R. I think is that what you said the other day? Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah. So that's the turbo. Uh, the manifold is a thirteen twenty uh, Ram horn. Nice. Um, I'll be going three inch intercooler piping. I have a speed factory backdoor intercooler, you know, just much better, uh, turbo kit. Yeah. I'm just, I'm hoping that the turbo kit will not be the bottleneck anymore. What's the kit that you have on it right now? Hodgepodge. Oh, really? Like random shit. Yeah. The good old throw it together (laughs) and go. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not any kind of kit. It's just stuff I collected and, uh, just making shit work on a budget. Exactly. I had my T, I had a teal EG that we did the same thing. I traded a motorcycle for it and it was already boosted. This shit was hacked together. Everything it was, we had the inlet was a three inch, and then it dropped into a two and a half on everything else. So half yeah. of it was three, half of it was two and a half. Everything uh-huh. was fucking like glued together, basically. <laughs> so I know the feeling. Yeah. Um, so then. Uh, so, so yeah, that's that's the plan for that turbo kit built motor comes back. Uh, I'm just having the rotating assembly assembled at the machine shop. Okay. I'll put the rest of it together, um, and then probably like I, people don't want me to do it because someone wants to buy my ls long block that's in it right now mm-hmm. but i'm probably gonna blow it up in some kind of like do it in like you know exciting way <laughs> you gotta know. do it you just gotta get somebody to tune it and give her all the beans and just see no, what just, happens just turn boost just turn the boost cut just, off <laughs> and just and just like uh just like lock the wastegate or something exactly i was just <laughs> about to say that you just pinch one of the vacuum lines and yeah. it used to be wide open but um so You'll like, have fun for like five seconds. For our, for our drag <laughs> car, when it blew um, this past season here, um, the car was tuned. It made 940 at 32 pounds. Um, and then at the track, for some reason, the boost cut didn't work. Oh. And it made 40 pounds. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was the f- it was the fastest thing I've obviously ever been in. And I almost beat our personal best. I went 970 at 100 miles an hour because it blew up and forth. Oh, my God. And just coasted. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just coasted through the traps. Um, yeah, we went 970 at, at 100 miles an hour. So it was definitely going to make a pass. But let me tell you, it was, it was fun. It was like literally I felt, my, <laughs> I felt like I was my cheeks were like. It felt like that, even though it wasn't. But that's it was awesome. That's hilarious. For the head, is it going to go back to LSV Tech? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have the VTEC head. Yeah, it's literally just sitting on the shelf. Is in it the a garage. built head? Yeah, it's a built head. Yeah. Yeah, it's got um, uh, uh, Brian Crower stuff. I Like, I forgot because I haven't looked at it it's in so long. It's just been sitting. Yeah, yeah I'm like, now I'm blanking. <laughs> I mean, you built it with, with 1.6, so it's got super tech guides, most likely super tech, super tech stuff. Yeah. probably got Brian Crower valve springs and everything. I actually didn't get the head through 1.6. Oh, you did? No, I just ordered, I ordered on eBay. Oh. Then like, you build it? Then you build it, though? He was going to. It's just taking a really long time. Oh, so okay. he did the. He had the. He did the short block. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. Well, all right. Well. Sweet. So S three hundred. S three hundred. S three hundred. Put it in myself. Yeah. Yep. Soldered and everything. All of it. How'd that go? Uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. I messed it up the first time. I was about to say I would have screwed that up for sure. <laughs> yeah no, I messed up one thing. I burnt one of the uh, sockets or like the what's it called the pad. The pad. Yeah. Right. I burnt one of the pads. Mm-hmm. So I scratched off some of the green insulation on the board mm-hmm. on that same like circuit right yeah. and then i just soldered a jumper wire 
That worked? Yeah, it worked. It's, it's been holding strong. Like, <laughs> you haven't had any issues? Time. Nope, not a single oh, issue. Oh, man, I love it. I yeah. love it. <laughs> so I did that. I did, uh, it was a non-VTEC ECU, so I soldered in the VTEC components. Oh. Um, looking to do boost by gear stuff pretty boost soon. Boost by gear is a good idea. Yeah. Yep. That definitely helps with traction, especially on the track if you're trying to get some good times. Yeah, for w- sure. What's the fastest that you've been in that car? Top, like, top speed? Or no, like time. Time, quarter mile time. Uh, it's run a 12.6 on an open diff. Nice. At 380 wheel horsepower. 380? Oh, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, I like. I haven't gotten much seat time. I think that I probably have less than 15 passes okay. under my belt. Yeah. Total. Mm-hmm. So I still and like I go like twice a year. Like it's always like my car breaks and then I finally make it out to the track at the end of the season, and yeah. I go like once or twice. I make like almost like very little improvement and then I, the car breaks or it's like down for all winter and then I yeah. get back to the track at the end of the next season. Yeah. So it's like, I haven't been able to really practice. That's that's drag drag racing, baby. Yeah. So how fast did it go? 12.6. 12.6 at 117. Okay, do you know what it made on the dyno? 380 roughly. Okay, so you're not, it's not like you're slow or something for what your power is. No, so no, it's a good. You, you, could, you could make a little bit faster than that, but I mean, obviously the, tire, it, it, the tires all, and shit all matter. Suspension, what kind of, what are you on slicks? I was on uh, some Mickey Thompson street radials yeah. from 2008. So you were on garbage. Probably dry rod. So you were on yeah. garbage. Yeah. So, yeah, that's as to be expected. If you would put it on a, like an actual slick, like for that, for that power difference. range, you know, a 23-inch or a small 24-inch slick, you know, that you could probably get that thing in the low 11s. So my car at um, 450 horsepower, was like a 11-2-11-1 car for a while, and then turned it up a little bit, made 500, and went 10-70. So. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I, I feel like I'm in a position right now where I have so many variables floating around, and yeah. I'm, I'm having a really hard time of like figuring out what to prioritize, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, like where do I start to like really hone this thing in? To make a drag car fast, the one thing that everyone doesn't do until they realize it is the alignment. Yep. Like zero out camber and like what else it's, do you do? You, well, setting up a drag alignment is a lot different than like anything else anyone thinks. Yeah. So like, you don't want zero camber because the car is going to squat. So, right. But you also want in the rear you want less rolling resistance, right? So the less tire that's touching the ground, as long as it's towed correctly, is going to roll easier. Like if you take my drag car, you can push it with one finger. Mm-hmm. Like that's how easy it is to push, and that's wow. that's kind of what you want to strive to. It's less about power and more about Res- how the car no how the car moves, you know, your boost by gear, like little <clears> shit <throat> like that. So like when I was working for one six, we had built uh I think it made five hundred and forty six or seven horsepower and it went nine sixty. Yeah. So wow. under six hundred horsepower went nine sixty. Yeah, it had a PPG trans and that had a lot to do with it, but a lot of it was brand new wheel bearings. The alignment was perfect, the car was light. You know, everything was set up right. So that's that's the thing. Everyone's always like, I need more power. It's not it's, really. It's always not a. It's a setup. You do need more power, but you don't need that much more power. Mm-hmm. So, like, all these guys out here that are making, like, seven, 800 horsepower, they're just breaking transmissions, and they're still not even going, you know, nines. They're mainly stuck in the tens. Mm-hmm. Spinning and, or and, something along those and lines. And that's not even. fun. So spin halfway down the track because they don't have their car set up or the alignment's so fucked. See, I think if you have, like, major toe in and it's dragging the back tires that's just more work your motor has to do mm-hmm. so the less work your motor has to do the faster you're going to be right yep. what type of suspension do you have on it psc 
PIC. Yep. All right, we don't got to talk anything else. You're doing a good job with that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got the goods. <laughs> um, all right. Again, let's get into this. Why a Mustang? <laughs> oh, just this. I need to spend some time talking about this. Why? So, um, <laughs> so I bought a Mustang a few years ago. Uh, I previously owned a FG2, so oh. eighth gen Civic SI. It was my mm-hmm. first like enthusiast car. Like saved up cash. You know, it was like my first car purchase. And yeah. I was like really proud of it. Yeah. Um, it had some issues. It was high mileage, like 178,000 miles or something. Like I wasn't at the point in my automotive modding career to yeah. start like pulling <laughs> shit apart and like really like building that thing getting into it yeah and so i was looking for something that would make a little bit more power kind of just like right off the gate yeah. something something uh, fun yeah something boosted from the factory was going to be a little bit too expensive at the time mm-hmm. um and i really i test drove a um uh what's like the, the first gen coyote mustang okay uh, I, I test drove one of those and like I loved it. I love the coyote. Yeah. I actually still do love the coyote. Like I'll say that I'll loud and proud. I'll go ahead and agree with you. Okay. I don't. I don't mind the coyote. I don't mind the coyote. But the 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 GT. Let's let's come on. I mind it when you're behind it and the guy's a douche with a straight pipe. It sounds so bad. <laughs> so loud. Like, Flappy butthole. Dude, it, no, that's Subaru. It's it's way worse. That's Subaru. <laughs> so all the new Mustangs sound like shit. Okay. So anyway, I wait. So. Well, I just bought a new Mustang. <clears throat> well, it sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy it. By the way, I did not buy a new Mustang. I will not do that. Um, so, yeah. So, I test drove the Coyote, and I loved it. And uh, I was just like, that's a little too expensive for me still. And then I, I went and looked at, um, like, the first gen. I don't even remember what the that gen is called. Anyways, like, a 2005 GT. Right? Okay. What is that gen called? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Right, it's, whatever. like, the square body-looking ones. Yeah, 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 it's, like, the first, like, retro design they did. Yeah. Um, they had the weird tail lights and all that crap on it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kinda, yeah. it's like the yeah, square yeah. ones. I I don't know. They just yeah, they, yeah, they like look square. yeah. It just looks weird how it's all foreign back yeah. there. <clears throat> so anyway, I bought it and I realized very quickly that I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, I loved my SI and then I got in that thing and like yeah, it sounded good and like yeah, you felt like you know like some big tough guy alpha male like driving around the V8 right yeah like, oh, this is sick <laughs> but like it wears off and it's just like it's just not. It wasn't fun to drive. Really? Not really. No. Just it's kind so of a heavy, pain. and like the suspension is so floaty, and like it just—it wasn't fun. Like my um, SI was. Yeah. So I sold it after owning it for like three or four months. Like I only owned it for. Oh, you didn't have it for long at all. No, not at all. I didn't even own it through a winter. It was like I bought it in the fall and I sold it before winter started. It's so. one of those ones where you get in it, and you're like, oh yeah, this is a lot of fun, and then a couple months later, you're like, oh, yeah. oh fuck, all right. Yeah. It just wasn't me. Like I, yeah. I just thought it'd be better to do something else. So mm-hmm. I sold that and I bought the EG. What did you buy the EG with? Was that with what was in it when you bought it? It was a uh, stock LS. Stock LS. Yep. It was a uh, auto to manual swap. So, did you have the auto cost cluster and all that on there still? No, they thankfully the previous owner put in the the manual cluster. Okay, good. Um, it still has an auto brake pedal. Really? Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, you might as well just fucking leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I've, I've kept that. I mean, at least saws all half it off. Yeah, I, I, I know, like, it's the, easiest, it's the easiest little thing, but I just, I think it's funny. Like, I think it's almost like a conversation piece because, like, I'm so used to it. I don't even care anymore. Yeah. I don't mind it. If but anybody like, else got in and tried exactly. to drive it, like, what the fuck? 
fuck is going on right now? Yeah, and I, I think that's hilarious. Like, yeah. especially if I'm filming them. You know, if I have a friend drive the car and I'm filming them, first thing yeah. every time is like, what the fuck? Well, because <laughs> it's like you can't slide over. Yep. Like, it's like, what the hell is this thing? Yeah. Or like they'll go to shift and like we'll go through the windshield and I'll be like, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> know what you're doing, buddy, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you bought it with the LS. Um, it looked really clean. Did you get it around here, or did you kind of have to go somewhere for it? Uh, I bought it in Rockford, actually. Oh, really? So it wasn't far? No, not far. Uh, and it had some issues right when I bought it. I, at the time, I thought they were, like, super major things, but, like, looking back on it, it's just, like, Bullshit. common sense now. Yeah, like, yeah. there was oil in the spark plug wells, and, like, I was freaking out. I was like, what? how does this happen? You know, I didn't know, like, what would cause that. It's, like, mm-hmm. that was my first time, like, pulling a valve cover off and, like, figuring that out. Yeah. Like, you know, so it really wasn't too bad when I bought it. I would say the worst part about it when i bought it was the rust i didn't it wasn't that bad when i bought it or it wasn't at least noticeable where where is the rust uh rockers are like gone oh like really? currently like currently like the rockers are gone it basically. didn't look like that in the in your videos well i the side skirts oh, the, it, so. right. <laughs> yeah. you don't got any holes in editing, the floor. editing yeah <laughs> photoshop <laughs> no holes in the floors or anything like that no the floors are fine it's really just rockers and rear uh wheel arches that are bad okay yeah and like a little bit up onto the actual like rear quarter okay from the rocker so normal honda rust basically pretty much it's yeah. just getting like to the point where i probably should start looking for a new shell you think so yeah you should keep that shell I really, like, it means a lot to me, but I feel like fixing the rust on that is going to be... Just keep the shell and do it as a track car. Circle track car. Come on, that's a little too clean for a circle track car. Yeah, that that thing will get tore up quickly. (laughs) Um, I mean... I, I'm a rust, rusty guy. I mind all the Hondas I've owned have some type of rust or something on them. So I, I mean, it might make a good series for you to how to fix your fucking rust. Cut it out. By yourself. Throw it in there. Yeah. Can you weld? No. Well, I, I don't. I mean, I have never learned how to weld, nor do I have a welder. So I guess I cannot weld. No. Welding is um, it's an art on its itself. I I've tried it a couple times. I almost lit DJ's um house on fire. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah. So that was. That was interesting. Um, All right. We're at 30 minutes, so we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Goodbye. You could just, like, redo the intro if you want and then just... Nah, fuck it. This is all getting nah, we're, we're we're recording right now. Yeah, this is this how is it goes. Oh. This is we do the live stream. That's all it is. Uh, <laughs> in, case, but, in case anyone doesn't know, TJ doesn't like to invite me to the podcast anymore. But anyways, the co-host is here. DJ Rosinski, <laughs> the owner of uh, Ruts Racing, is it's not here. Just, with it's us. not just a ghost in the background. Yeah, <laughs> some nobody just talking. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, all right, we'll get back on fucking topic here. We do this every time. We start getting into it, and we just talk about bullshit. But. Um, Let's go into your track days. You said that you've been to one track day, and that was at Autobahn, right? Yep. Uh, Autobahn Country Club. It was the south track. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was raining the entire day. I, f- it, I can't really say much. I've only been there once myself, but it was also raining. Was Everyone a- said that that track sucks major cock and balls. It was in awful. The, in the rain. It like, was yeah. You can't horrible. do shit. It was so. horrible. It was really bad. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, the, the back straight is like... I think it's over a quarter mile (laughs) and it's just puddles Mm -hmm. right like that's like where you're supposed to go fast and you can't i in my car i was like all over the place and it's like like pulling you yeah what the hell is this thing doing right now my wife was like oh this i can't even drive the thing the track is so bad blah blah i'm like dude come on get out of here i'm like it can't be that bad i get in her car and i couldn't leave second gear i was like holy (laughs) shit how the fuck did she even make it around this thing like it was bad so 
But did you get any dry time, or was it raining the entire time? It was like the first session was dry, but I was in like the the, the beginner, most, the most beginner group. Mm-hmm. So it was like a lead follow. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you didn't get much space or anything. No, really, no, I was going slow, and it was a bummer too because like I, I have a sim at home and like. I was practicing the line and everything on the sim yeah. like at home, so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna go fast." And like my first, my first session, I was going so slow, and I was just pissed off. <laughs> I was like, Come on. "Yeah, that's what kind of sim do you have?" Uh, it's just like a like a Thrustmaster wheel. Oh, really? And I just mount it onto my desk, and then I hook it up to my laptop, oh, and I have cool. a secondary monitor right here, yeah. and then I just have pedals. So it's it's kind of janky because I've been doing um, like full clutch and everything, but mm-hmm. with paddle shifters. Like I don't have the H oh, pattern right. yet because it's like 150 bucks for the H pattern. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck. No, thank you. I'll use the paddle shifters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but um, go back into it now. So, did you still have fun? What do you think about it? Uh, it was actually well, aside from the fact that I was pretty hungover that morning uh yeah was, I, I see <laughs> that it was your birthday yeah, yeah it was my birthday so we, like we went to the track the night before and we camped and we all like you know mm-hmm. celebrated my birthday and stuff uh and then yeah, got the, next the drinking day, yep yep, <laughs> yep 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 woke up the next day didn't feel too good but um no it was it was actually really fun you know the rain sucked uh i don't have any like reference for what a dry track day would be yeah so i don't i don't have anything to compare it to really mm-hmm. but for my first track day and it being in the rain i actually had a ton of fun yeah it was it was pretty uh like it was kind of scary you know yeah. like i don't know how the car is going to behave i don't know i'm on yeah. 200 try to wear tires like oh, i'm it was just it was kind of it was kind of scary so yeah. it actually added to the fun factor for me um you learn more car control in the rain but 100%. it's super boring yeah i mean i i've driven in the rain a couple times and like now it's like if it's raining i don't even care to even go it's you and you hear that from everybody now on like the people that have been going to track days for years and years they're like yeah it's raining i'm not getting on because when we went to autobahn i was talking to people and they're like yeah i'm not i'm not fucking racing today it's raining out this shit sucks i was like well what do you mean he's like man i've been doing this for years i don't need to get back out there and just have a shit time it's definitely good to learn in the beginning though like because you you learn the limit of your car at a lot slower speed when it's raining so mm-hmm. instead of spinning out at 100 miles an hour, you spin out at 30 miles an hour because it's raining. Right. So everything is still the same. It's just you have to drive a little different. And yeah. it's still, who did you do the event with? Like it's what? like midnight racing. So some weird something. Yeah. It never like heard of <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who they, I don't know exactly who they were. Was it, what what kind of cars were like the most? Like the the guys that were going hard. Well, I'm saying what kind of cars were there? Oh, like the it was it was ev- it was everything. Big like I went with my friend who had a turbo Miata. There were like a bunch of there was a guy with like a really modified C7. There was okay. a guy a couple guys with uh, C5s. Those guys were ripping. Um, yeah, it was it was everything. That's weird. I've never heard of that one because I mean the only track days that I've ever heard of is like Auto Interest and MVP, um, MVP and GPS Track Time and obviously yeah. Grid Life and that shit. I never heard of that one, but yeah, no, some some guy came out in a Chrysler Crossfire. Fuck hell yeah! He was probably having the most fun out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, probably had some Neil Diamond blasting him, <laughs> <laughs> he letting her loose. <laughs> Um, do you plan on doing any track days next year coming up? You think you're going to maybe come out with us, get some time out if you get a car or anything? I mean, yeah, definitely. If I can, if I get a car, definitely. Um, I mean, honestly, not to cut you off, but we could probably get you in my circle track car. If you really didn't find a car, we'll just have you, if you grab suspension, we could probably find something later on throw some suspension tires and shit on there and you could race that if you need to i feel like i have suspension that i could put on it perfect uh 
yeah no that would be awesome yeah if you don't get anything just let us know and then we'll keep you updated on kind of when we're going and that type of stuff so then just get you in the car get you some seat time yeah definitely that'd be super cool i don't i don't know when i'll be picking up another uh like grip car uh it's just i feel like they don't at least from my experience they haven't done too well on youtube like i look at other like youtubers Mm -hmm. uh, who does it who does it really good though um what are they called? The guys, uh, they have the same name. They're both named Ben. Uh, yeah. He's got the Gears white. And gasoline. Gears and Gasoline. Gears and Gasoline. Yeah. yeah, they kill it on the grip they stuff. Do but yeah. You just have to make the content different. Right. Make, make it less about your on-track racing and more about the whole experience. The story. You know, the right. story about getting you, there, what the fuck you got to do. Kind of like what our, go to what our podcast is, is like stories of you know local people, but also like what it takes to go racing and shit like that. So yeah. No, go, to totally Ginger, right. go to Gingerman with us and come in oh. with us on a Thursday oh. and then I <laughs> spend mean, the weekend with us. You'll yeah. get views. You'll get grid live views if you do a vlog at grid life. I'm surprised I haven't seen any. Yeah, me, I, I haven't YouTube. seen any either. Had to be like some sense of content, life, like I'm contacts. Sure. Everybody is like, we're buying this content from you. Don't post it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can definitely do that. So you and I can talk about it a little bit offline and see exactly what we need to do to get it set up. But I'm, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if you blow it up, we'll work it we'll work something out <laughs> yeah um absolutely. Fuck it, just put your ls motor in it for the weekend yeah there you go yeah <laughs> honestly don't mm-hmm. send that thing to the moon just keep it as your your borrow car <laughs> honestly i don't i don't think i'm gonna knock on wood if i whatever <laughs> but i i don't see that motor blowing up i mean in the built, circle it, track it's car it's built pretty well seems yeah. seems healthy i don't see it blowing up so i think you'd be perfectly fine get in the there. only thing that would blow it up honestly it'd probably be a misshift and that, that whatever you know you're saying my LS? No, no, is. my my uh, the motor in the circle. Uh, I mean, I've had a V twenty, I've had a V twenty V tech in my we'll call it HPD car for since two thousand eleven, and I've same done, one. I've done shit yeah. to it. Wow, I barely changed oil. And wow. multiple <laughs> and multiple people have beat the shit out of that car. Everyone yeah. beat the shit out of it. So. Yeah. but um, I finally lost fourth gear in it. Hey, you know, <laughs> it would be at Road America this weekend if I didn't lose fourth gear. Mm. Um, right, off topic, I. Of course, I spaced out. Anyways, you fucked it up again. Again, I'm, I don't <laughs> fucked it up again. I don't even we're know. Talking about his first track day, and now we're fucking talking about. I don't even know why I'm. The, I don't even know why I'm a fucking host on this thing. Because <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All the comments are gonna be, how do you improve? Get a new host. <laughs> yeah, if anyone would actually give us a comment. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, how about we get some comments about how we can do better? Likes and subscribe or whatever. Come on, is that how we do it? <laughs> All right, let's get back on top of gear. Um, drag days. How many, uh, you said that you go to the track, or to the drag strip a couple times a year? Yeah, so it's always like I start the season off with a broken car. Yep. And then it's running by the end of the season. I get, get like, like one, one or two, <laughs> yeah, one or two like solid passes, at least for me. And then it's like the season's over or the car breaks. That is it's drag happening. racing right there. Perfectly Story defined. Perfectly defined. <laughs> you got to have deep pockets for I drag usually racing. Start, I usually start with a good car, and then it ends up being bad, and then I try to fix it and get, like, one day left at the end. Yep. I bought yep. a season pass, and I used it twice. For Jesus. I bought a season pass and literally went one time last year. One yeah. time. Didn't do anything. And it was with a K. It was with the K-Series. Yeah. It was the K-Series that was set up for Road America that the exhaust fell off halfway down the track. <laughs> Um, all right, sorry, we'll get back to you. Um, so a couple times a year, um, are you going to try to dive into that a little bit more coming in next year? Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm working towards right now is um, with the with the built motor coming back and this new turbo kit going on, I'm really trying to, like, really trying to dial it in and, yeah. like, get it to a point where I'm happy and can stop 
taking it apart and putting it back together mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and just really focus on driving it and yeah. not so much uh, working on it all the time. So I hope the next season I'll be actually at the track like all summer, all yeah. season, like yeah. just really refining it. Keep it under 550 horsepower. If you plan I plan to. 100%. I plan to. 100%. I, I want it to be capable of like 600, like I was saying. Like I'm building it yeah. for that. Build it for more. but right. don't, yeah, And don't. settle less. Because until you're ready to drop about $8,000 on a transmission, you don't want to make more than that. So and don't go to coil unplug. Do yeah. not. Do not. <laughs> really? Don't. Don't do it. Did you it's not did worth you it. No, I haven't. No, okay. no, no. Well, it's, it's really not worth it. Unless you're making like 800, 900 horsepower, it's not worth it. Wow. It causes more problems than does good. Because most people buy the Honda one, and I love Honda, and I never talk shit about them. But their coil and plug kit sucks. Made it, it, ass. Wow. I, my EG made 675 on an OEM distributor. I took it all apart because I wanted to make like 800, 900. Um, put coil and plug. Car never ran right again. Never and, then had wow. and then he blew it up. Yep. Wow. Yeah, never ran right again. Put a good, uh, like, five grand back into it and then dropped the valve. We do, we do so many coil and plug kits here because that's the new thing. Everyone wants it because, mm -hmm. I mean, it does look nicer and shit, but mm -hmm. I'd say, like, it's a 50-50 shot if out of the box if it's good or bad. What, like, what would make it a bad the kit? Electronics. The electronics. It's just, it's like, the go box. Yeah, the it's box quality or... The little box goes bad all the time. Yeah. There's a bunch of issues. Uh, if you wire anything incorrectly or plug something in incorrectly, you have misfires or you don't have any spark at all. Wow. It just it, causes... It's You have to do it absolutely perfect mm -hmm. to, to make sure you're not going to have any problems, and then it's still, like... The box is burning out, or you know, just something stupid like so that. You're just like you're overcomplicating a system yeah, that doesn't exactly overcomplicated. So if you think about it, like look at you probably don't know who Jeff Evans is, but he's a major player in the drag racing industry of before you were probably even born. But <laughs> he went, you know, eight seconds on a Ramhorn manifold distributor, you know, all that type of shit. So like, it's just proof is in the pudding. Like you don't need all this fancy shit. The more fancy shit you have, the more, more issues you have. More issues you can have. I mean, if you do the right, obviously, yeah. But if you're complicating it, like you said, you're complicating something that doesn't need to be complicated. If you have a good distributor, OEM distributor, buying, you're good to go. finding OEM distributors is damn near impossible. So go to King. I'm sure you have some Ching Chong one on there right now. I bought two distributors on eBay, total. I ordered two at the same time because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna have a backup, and I think the total was like. A hundred bucks. Ding yeah, tong, exactly. ching so tong. if you just have those in your pocket, you know. But like we, like TJ said, King Motorsports, they sell like a OEM Refur rebuild. It's like refurbished. It's like three hundred and some dollars, right? Yep. And that's like your OEM, so that's like your best bet. Mm -hmm. But if you want to do coil and plug, just don't buy the Honda one. Some other people make a kit that I've seen people have better luck with. Yeah, I've I, seen a couple other ones. I just would. I really would just stay with the distributor, especially under five hundred. I will. Yeah, you I don't. Will. You don't need it. <clears throat> it's you, just easier that way. I mean, I had yeah. no spark issues with the por how horsepower I was making. No spark issues at all. Nothing. Hmm. So I mean, maybe it's when you get higher up, but that was learn from me don't do it please don't do it yeah um so and then going into that uh you know continuing to keep going to the track continue to keep trying to get some seat time um do you kind of have a goal in mind um do you think you're gonna break into all the 12s 11s what do you think you're what are you looking for i i'm honestly not going into it with a goal like i'm just going into it i want to i just want to go as fast as i can i don't want to like do, like put any mm -hmm. expectations on myself yeah. right i just want to go out and have fun because if i if i do that and i did this i did this at my last track day the one i just posted a video about you know i was i really thought i was going to go faster on the setup than i did with my built motor 
because I have the uh, limited slip diff now. Like nice. I, you know, and I was really hyping myself up. I'm like, this is gonna be sick. I'm gonna beat my built motor. And like, I was way off. Yeah. And I just, I felt like shit about it. Like I, I, yeah. I editing that video, I hated it. It's, and like, it, I posted that video and I was like, God, I hate this video. It's such a disappointing feeling when you have a goal and you're like, yeah, I'm for sure going to do this. This is going to be easy. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. And you just shit the bed on it. Yep. And, it's, and there's nothing you can do about it really. Right. And you know, it's a, it's a really humbling moment. Like I, I learned yeah. something from it for sure. Like mm -hmm. it was super important that that happened, but still it's just, it just sucked. It's a and dagger. So, it's yeah, a dagger. Totally. And <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't want to put any expectations on myself for anything. I just want to build the car to the best of my uh, time-restricted abilities mm -hmm. um, and just go have fun. Yeah. And just go as fast as I can and just make cool videos on it. So that's, Get some slicks. That's what yeah. I think that's what you should be doing. You're right. You're yeah. for sure right. Look into a few slicks. Get something cheap. It'll save your transmission. 100%. Really? 100% will. Because they, they like they actually, so much? No, just because they it actually hooks. work. <laughs> it actually it hooks. hooks. Gotcha. Generally, transmissions get fucked up from spinning. So if you're spinning really? and your car's wheel hopping, it's uh, a lot of shit going on in your gearbox at once, and it's spinning really fast, and then you go to shift, and the gears are still spinning really fast. They're, they don't have enough time to mesh. Mm. But like a slick, you're not spinning. So that time, when you push the clutch in, it slow, has more time to slow down so that the engagement's better. Oh, wait, you guys push the clutch in? <laughs> <laughs> actually i don't on my ek so i rebuilt my ek all oem uh -huh. and it makes 500 horsepower and it's been like that for the trans i think i rebuilt in like maybe six years ago with the, the motor OEM that stuff. will not blow yeah. the motor the motor is yeah well, a lot older than that but the trans I did like six years ago and it's been making 500 horsepower since i rebuilt it and I no lift shift it like I beat the fuck out of it and the thing is I just don't do that on the street on the street I have my boost by gear set up so it's not spinning it's not being retarded and then at the track I was always on a slick hmm. like I took my car that I went 1060 at the track I put it on a regular tire and I was like 14 seconds I was like this is lame because it just spins like wow well your five your that hatch beat my coupe well, you right know. after it was tuned, I was—I'll be honest with you. I, mean, I, was, I wasn't yeah. very happy about Grimms it. Grimms take some people down. I wasn't happy about it. I was like, "Oh yeah, I got this shit. This is easy. Mm -hmm. Fucking come out and bog." And I'm like, "Oh no." Yeah. <laughs> um. So you, where do you usually go for drags? Uh, Great just Lakes. Only GLD. I've only been yep. in GLD. Yeah. Okay. You think you're gonna go anywhere else, or you just stay with that? Uh, I may be going somewhere else towards the end of October. Okay. Uh, I was trying to set up a drag race uh, like competition with another YouTuber in named Mexico? Jim. No. <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna to try to find a track. Okay. Uh, I know some of them a little bit further south are open a little bit later in the season. Oh, so yeah. like Florida. <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be, that'd be sick. But no. Uh, All right, we're taking a trip to Florida. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll, I'll set something up for later in the season um, yeah. and go south. Sweet. Yeah. Let I us know. know Let yeah. us know. We might actually show up. Cool. Uh, he might show up. I don't know if I will. I'm, I'm kind of flaking on a lot of things lately. <laughs> He's been getting like COVID and stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what happens <laughs> when you start working in the office and everything breaks out and everyone's freaking out about shit and they make you go home and stay home and quarantine. It's just a no. It, anyways, off topic. <clears throat> All right. Let's get into the YouTube. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, five years. Five years. Four, four years. What really got you the inspiration four, to do that? I think four years. Uh, honestly, I was, I watched a lot of YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a few favorite YouTubers, big TJ Hunt fan back in the day. Yeah. You know, like just the <laughs> classics, right? 
and uh, I just I wanted to do it like I was I was watching their lifestyle and I just couldn't think of any better of a job, a job than waking yeah. up every single morning doing working on your own cars making them sick and yeah. getting paid to do it yeah like, I just couldn't think of a better lifestyle and mm -hmm. so I just wanted to start working towards that no matter how long it takes like I'm four years in now and it's it's still not you know mm -hmm. like where I want it to be and goal but like I'm not gonna stop like I'm gonna yeah. do it so I mean you, once you find that thing that like clicks right like you never know like it could be who knows if you get into drifting or something that could be like oh man that's where your shit takes off or it could be just something that you do with a Civic that really takes off and you keep with that what was it like like your first video did you get like two views my very first video ever yeah uh yeah it was like it was like people that i knew right. had had watched it and that's right. it and i think i think it got like 25 views total it was like or something a, it was like car vlog or something i went all the way back through it and i think i was looking at it it was like your first one was like some car vlog or like it I, was like car vloggers <clears throat> inspired me to start youtube yeah, or something like that was. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I just was driving around with my phone on like a suction cup mount on my windshield <laughs> and just talking to it and being like, here's what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to do. And well, I mean, this is I guess that's a way to break the ice of, you know, because yeah. I mean, we've thought about doing YouTube and stuff and it's just kind of like weird talking to yourself kind of, you know, like mm -hmm. a podcast is easy because no one's staring at me right now. So, yeah, right. Besides you guys, but yeah. All right. They're awkwardly staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's really hard at first. Like I still, I still struggle at going into a public space with my camera. It's, yeah. it's still weird. Like is it, it doesn't get easier. Do you, you do it's just always people looking at you and like, is it just like they, a weird feeling? I mean, they might not even be looking at you. You just think they are. Yeah. And that's what matters. Like <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit what anybody yeah. else thinks, right? That's supposed yeah. to be the mentality. But like, we do care what other people think Everybody, and that's, yeah. that's what happens. Mm -hmm. And so like, you'll be walking around, you're like talking to the camera and then you notice yourself talking differently yeah and when you're in public i'll talk faster and quieter right because mm -hmm. i want to get it over with yeah but like when i'm at home i do it a different way and it's yeah yeah it's it's weird it's really weird <laughs> so um equipment how long has it been taking you to kind of like acquire the equipment that's gotten to the point that you're at now has it been basically this whole four years or is it like you started off with like you said your phone and like continue to do stuff with your phone for a couple of years or were you continuously building up your equipment base for that so i use my phone for like I don't know, maybe the first like 10 videos or something. Mm -hmm. And then I bought a GoPro. Yeah. Uh, I used that GoPro for probably one or two years. Like that was my main camera. That was the only camera oh, really? I had. I'd literally just put a GoPro on like a little Gorillapod, you know, a little tripod thing yep. kind of like this. Yep. And I just vlogged with it. And that was my whole thing. Yeah. How was the quality with that? Do you still use Not GoPros? Good. I do. I do use it for like an like a accessory camera, like yeah. a like a separate one. You know, if I want to get a different shot, mm -hmm. uh, if I'm at the drag strip, I'll put it here on my helmet, facing. Uh, yeah. I said on my chin, by the way. I put yeah. it on my chin, <laughs> facing out towards the windshield, and then I, uh, you know, I have someone filming outside the car with this camera. Yeah. Um, Canon 80D is my main camera. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I use that GoPro f at, like as my main camera for a really long time, and then I bought the Canon 80D it's on the tripod um two years ago and that's <clears throat> that's been it I, I've only had different I, I mean compared to the GoPro yeah but it's like you can do YouTube with an iPhone for sure yeah like I constantly um sneak clips that are filmed solely with my iPhone into videos all the time oh really and the phone technology is been so increased lately so. yeah yeah like nobody notices like it's mm -hmm. it's you really don't need anything more than a cell phone to get started with youtube really? i mean 
Yeah, you can even edit the videos on your cell phone. You okay. really could do an entire YouTube channel straight from your cell phone. Let's jump into your editing. What do you use for editing, just if anybody is wondering? Like I use Adobe Premiere Pro. Adobe? Yeah. Do you pay for it? Yes. Possibly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say Pro. <laughs> he didn't say the torrent, torrented edited version. No, 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 no. He did not knock him. Boots John, official, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Licensed for sure. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get away from that <laughs> subject. <laughs> no, yeah, I use Adobe Premiere Pro. <clears throat> um, I started my channel with using HitFilm, which was just a free editing software. I think it still exists. Uh, I'd recommend it. Okay. It's free. It's pretty easy to use. Say that one more time for me. HitFilm. Like Hitman, but film. Uh, I don't know what the... It's uh, like free. I'm not taking notes or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so HitFilm was good. It's There's like some weird things with it that were kind of annoying. And then I finally put in the work to get Premiere Pro yeah. on my computer. And uh, that's been great. I've been using it ever since. I I got it in 2017, and I still have the same version of it on my computer. I mean, computer. the quality is good of your channel. Yeah, so your channel, you, yeah it's you not like you have bad quality. quality so, yeah. I mean, it's pretty awesome, actually. So yeah. Thank you. Yep. I feel like a lot of people, you know, like recommend us or like they say our quality of our podcast and it's because of the equipment so you see what yeah. we have you know this shit it's not the top of the line shit but it's not like just some booty stuff you know right. so that's why i think the at least the sound quality is good the content might suck but I think the the sound, yeah i think good, it sounds so. good yeah i think it's great content no, yeah, 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 yeah. i mean i think so but there's 23 <laughs> other people listening <laughs> we'll figure it out once we get a youtube going we'll do it i mean we'll piggyback how off many you. views did the last one get i didn't even fucking look at it come on uh, i'm slacking <laughs> i told slacking. you dude i'm slacking i straight snoozing over here <laughs> i'm not snoozing it's just how much have you grown on youtube like have you like from obviously how many subscribers do you have now is it like made a big difference or are you still like on that i'm doing it for fun level uh so i'm at thirty-seven thousand subscribers right now in the it's youtube world is that like middle of the road i mean you obviously know million subscribers which is what the goal would be right yeah but so if i'm a viewer mm -hmm. watching youtube i'm just a consumer and i'm just watching someone with thirty-seven thousand subscribers is a small youtuber okay if i'm the youtuber with thirty-seven thousand subscribers i feel like a small youtuber okay if i am a youtuber <clears throat> who has a thousand subscribers or say like 500 subscribers you're doing it i look at a thirty-seven thousand subscriber youtuber and i'm like holy shit i, I couldn't imagine having thirty-seven thousand subscribers i mean yeah. i think of thirty-seven thousand people that actually watch your shit that's a fun i looked at lot. that i was like all right okay that's, that's, that's know, pretty that's good a lot numbers. of people you yeah know, that's yeah. pretty good start for only doing it for five years you know right yeah thank you yeah it's i mean it's just weird you know because like i at, like what i'm saying here is like when i was that really small like 500 mm -hmm. sub youtuber i would look at people that are in my position now and be like holy shit right like yeah. I, I hope to have that someday yeah. and like now i'm here and i'm like okay this is sick um but like i i want more yeah take it the next level just like just like our business here you know you have your own business as if i have my own business there's no difference between my business and your business they're just different you know what we do absolutely but you still have to treat it the same so totally. if, you, if you treat it if you treat it like a business and you try to do everything as proper and legit as possible like there's a lot of people that have a performance shop right but like not very many people that are doing it like officially like legally like right you know what i mean like shit like that and that's what separates them from us so right. we've grown to what we have because I've always strived to do everything like buy the books, like pay my taxes. Just if you can't do it legit, there's no point in doing it. 
So for you to, you know, spend the money on the nice cameras and like what all the other shit you do, buying stuff for content, buying the truck to tow your cars around, you know, that's investing in yourself is hopefully going to invest in the business, you know, so. And that's, that's the end goal is like, I, I am like reinvesting almost everything I make into YouTube and it, it does suck because like at this point it's right. not really enough to it's sustain me. It's, it's getting there, pains. but it's not, it's not at the point where it can sustain me. And so it's like, I just have, I put, you know, tens of thousands of dollars into yeah. this. And it's just like not there yet, so it really hurts. Trust but me, I, I know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, know, I know all about putting every dollar you have into something and not getting anything back. Right. Like you heard me talking. I already lost a thousand dollars today, and it's just yeah. like that's the cost of doing business. So what's, ho hopefully tomorrow I make a thousand. Same with you. Hopefully, right. you know. What's the growth look like? Uh, I don't know if this may be too high depth, but like year by year, have you seen substantial growth? going through it as you continuously have more content and do everything that way are you just like in general financially like follower base more follower like base okay. let's, let's talk more file well, i don't want to get into the financials let's right. do more follower base so yeah it starts really slow mm -hmm. like painfully slow yeah you know it took me like a year to get to like a thousand subs okay so, do i got any friends out there Hello. <laughs> yeah seriously it's like the i first, thought y'all liked me what the hell <laughs> no like seriously until you get to like maybe five thousand subs like you feel like you're just talking to yourself mm. all the time yeah. and like you know there are people watching you like no disrespect like right. there are people watching you who like are very interested in what you're doing but yeah. still it's like you don't have that yeah. substantial viewer base so yeah. it's it's very hard interaction is minimal like comments and stuff like that mm -hmm. so how is it and how is it now i mean do you do you get i don't never look at your comments so like do you get a lot of comments in there or is it like do you feel like a lot of your customer or i don't want to call customers but subscribers are local or is it kind of like shits everywhere it's everywhere yeah yeah well that's cool. that's cool yeah i have people that comment like oh uh hi from brazil hi <laughs> from norway <laughs> like oh, that's, yeah, that's it's, awesome. it's all over the place uh so that's cool um yeah, no, the comments are from everywhere. They say everything, say everything under the sun. It just shows you like kind of like where the people come from. And so you have more than just because if you had thirty-seven thousand subscribers and they were all like all from Illinois, I'd be like, wow, you're like locally famous. Locally here. famous, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Everyone would know, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's not the case. Um, yeah. How long do you usually spend? per episode oh, editing man. and that's a good question a lot a lot yeah a lot because it's like you know right now i'm making this video on the turbo kit i'm gonna do all that in one video it's like i'm spending this whole week working on it mm -hmm. every day like i'm, I'm off this one week because i'm between jobs so i like gave myself this one week to do this turbo kit and then i'm going to florida for a week and then i start i'm a new job so like i'm filming this whole week and that's all gonna be one video and yeah. i'm working all day right yeah uh and then editing it right i gotta mm -hmm. edit all the footage i got and then the format I've been using lately is like I edit all the footage I have, I watch it over and I write notes on like little bits that I can add in. And that's like those parts where I cut to myself just sitting in a chair talking. Which is smart. Yeah, that was a, that's a good idea because I haven't seen too many people that actually do that. Or I've seen some YouTubers, but I haven't actually enjoyed it. But with yours, it actually makes sense and it flows really well. Thank you. Yeah, I was, I, my brother actually works for a reality TV show. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Black Ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he works that's for Black Ink. He's oh, actually cool. a camera guy for that show. Nice. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, so he, he, like, the first time that I did this format, he actually came with and helped me film it that way. And he's like, I'm filming it this way. You're going to edit it this way, and it's going to be sick. And I was like, all right, for sure. <laughs> Fine, so you I, know what it, you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> it's good, yeah. yeah. And so I've stuck with it ever since. Um, but 
that format takes a really long time to make because mm-hmm. it's like I gotta edit all of it, I gotta uh, watch it over, I gotta Drag write the, stuff write into the it, bits, then that. I gotta go back outside and film the bits, then I gotta cut those in. It's like so like to quantify it, actually I bet on average one video probably takes me ten plus hours. Damn. I mean that's what I was for, I was for, hoping for something a little lower, but for yeah. the video <laughs> for the video that's like what, half hour long? Hour Twelve long? minutes. 12 minutes oh boy that's a long time for 12 minutes well i mean but that that's the thing like don't don't ju- don't start don't hear that and then oh, get no, discouraged that's, like that's start with just but you, all right so anyways we're shutting this down we yeah. gotta go. <laughs> you're, you're talking you know 10 hours but that's including you filming it you know? filming yeah. editing so, writing right re-editing so I mean, a lot of that is just title thumbnail so yeah. say say you didn't have to record the video what does it take you just to edit it and do that little shit uh, a good oh, okay. Of the day. So, like, just besides you actually filming five hours of editing, I think if I like just that, were to so. sit down and crank it out, I could knock out a whole video in like a work day. Okay. Like okay. probably like if you know, yeah, eight to five or something. I could probably knock out a whole video in that time frame. Nice. That's not too bad, though. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of work for sure. It's a shitload. So work. you're putting in a lot of work to you know for something you're trying to grow. So mm-hmm. That's cool that you're still doing it for five years. You know. Yeah. Because so I feel like a lot of people will give up. Because you know I mean? like a lot of the YouTube channels that I watch, like I watch Daily Driven Exotics, I watch Scotty Kramer's BMX, and like just random shit like that. Sheepies, but his isn't every day. But for example, Scotty Kramer's BMX and DDE Daily Driven Exotics, they post videos daily. Obviously, they have someone, they have someone editing their shit for them because they're at that level now. Yeah. But could you imagine just doing like how awesome would that be if you just had to wake up and film and then yep. someone else could do your you yeah, know your editing, editing all your back end and then yeah and i'm sure i'm sure they have managers too oh I'm and sure and that's team of shit, so. you know i i watch uh, dustin williams as well and like he actually talks about that pretty publicly in a lot of his videos talk about like how important his manager is the tokyo drift yeah people? yeah i watch his shit too. yeah that's the guy <laughs> uh and so he started talking about like how important a manager is and like i never really understood that uh and so i started thinking about it a lot and like kind of researching a little bit and, like if you're in the shoes of, like daily driven exotics where you're posting every day you know like how do you have time to think of video ideas in yeah, the first place like how do you even yeah. like think right yeah and so i bet their manager is like thinking of do this do that yeah like they yeah. probably have a manager who's like trained in in marketing and networking and stuff and like you're gonna make this video tomorrow and yeah. the day after that you're gonna make this yeah well one thing that i could tell you that will help you grow your business is to invest in a friend that wants to do it with you or invest in someone to help you go along with shit like that you know what i mean like me and tj doing the podcast i can never do this without him right or like if you look at the the business that i made i did roads racing by myself for a few years and yet it was profitable i could live on it mm-hmm but look what it is now just because I took a chance on a friend that right. wanted to help me grow the business and help take us to the next level so we could do more shit together. You know, that, you know, investing in that and risking a lot of shit and, you know, spending a lot of money. So if you do the same, I bet you the returns, you know, kind of like if you look at daily different exotics, he has his friend with him too. And then now they're both recording and now they're doing that, you know, so it's investing in someone else is, you know, investing in yourself in the end yeah and you're you're completely right i've noticed that in videos where i like i work with a friend or film with friends and like it's always more entertaining it really mm-hmm. is because like having that person-to-person interaction yeah. it's so much more enjoyable for somebody of to course. watch yeah the hard part in my position is like time. i work a full-time job time. and so it's like yeah, when yeah. i'm gonna film i'm just gonna do it right. i can't be like yeah. yo by the way i'm gonna film on thursday for this like come over like i i don't know when have i'm gonna ever, do anything have you ever yeah. thought of maybe like 
kind of like us, we set a schedule. Like on Thursdays, we record the podcast. Do you ever think of like maybe like, hey, this month, not even every day, just once a month, being mm-hmm. like, hey, let's do this with this person, or like, yeah, you know, like so this month, you know, this week we're recording with you, and next week we might be doing something else. But mm-hmm. like, you know, we made it a goal to get someone on because me and TJ have interesting stuff to talk about. But it is more interesting when someone else gets to tell their story, and you know, that's yeah. stories are what people want. Right. Yeah, you know, right. I, I feel like you tell a lot of good stories. Like I watch your shit all the time and I feel like it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And the ones that you're out doing stuff with your friends, like not even paying attention to the camera mm-hmm. is, is more interesting for me to watch. It's like, Oh, he's having fun. He's yeah, going to the first fun. track yeah, day. That's, yeah. that's cool. Like you're on a first track day. I remember it, I reflect on what my first track day was like breaking a shifter, or having a gas tank leak at 12 o'clock at night, <laughs> <laughs> you know, JB welding shit. Like, <laughs> I remember those then. I'm like, Oh man, all he's doing is driving in the rain and he ain't got to fix the S2000 <laughs> gas tank and all this, you know? Yeah. So that's cool to, you know, maybe something to think about yeah. in the future. Definitely. Yeah. It's a good point. All right. Um, so end goal, basically be YouTubing all full time. That's what you're looking for. Yep. Yep. How uh, do you have, Obviously, I guess there isn't much timelining that you could really put on it, but do you think that five-year plan, ten-year plan? Yeah, yeah. I uh, actually, like, as I was quitting my job at Mercedes, um, like, last week, you know, they, they were trying to keep me. They, like, called me in the office a few times, and they were like, dude, offer me stuff. And yeah. I just kept declining. Um, and I didn't give them, like, too many details on why, but they finally asked me, like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I was like, YouTube full-time. And they just were speechless. They didn't yeah. know what to say. They were like, okay, we lost him. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, no, I, I, I really do, seriously. I mean, you can definitely make it, you know what I mean? 100%. So you just have to find, just, you just have to find what works that for you. That thing, like, yeah. That's, that's yeah. one thing that Mark, the old owner of this shop, had always told me to just find your niche, find what works for you and what, you know. And for us, that was building people's race cars with, you know, we, we may not be the fastest, but our niche is, like, we make sure everything is done 100% perfect before anyone, you know, anything leaves the shop. So everything is always done right, and our niche has just been customer service. So we found that. So for you, it can be if it's the EG build or, like, something else or drifting or whatever you're trying to get into. You know, once you find it, you just, just take it and run. And that's Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at Cletus McFarlane. I know. Exactly. I know. Dude, he, he got big off his name. And, and it making was memes. Fun of, it was and, memes. Yeah, and he was making fun of the one car, like the Camaro or whatever that he was talking about, being a uh, redneck. And then he fucking took off with all this shit. And he just committed to the character, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you find it that YouTube is what makes the money or is going to provide you to, I'm not saying make the money, but provide you to do it full time? Is it actually YouTube or is it the ads and the subscribers that want to buy your merch and shit like that um so it really depends on view count you know like if you consistently can uh rake in like a good amount of views like i would say like anywhere from uh 40 uh, maybe like okay we'll say like fifty thousand views to like plus right a couple Mm -hmm. hundred plus yeah if if you can rake in at least fifty thousand views in every video you could relatively comfortably do youtube full-time i think okay okay with being able to buy content or yeah, buy yeah things yeah. to do content yeah with, and like you know live like not right. you wouldn't live like extravagantly well, yeah. or anything but like being able to pay your bills you know yeah. at the end of the day you're still working for yourself so it's cool so exactly mm-hmm. well that's cool i mean i feel like you can definitely get there once you find yeah i mean i'm i'm honestly getting close like i'm i'm at the point where i'm getting like i'm averaging like 10k so yeah, like that's nice i think that you know i think in the next like year or two a few years i'm hoping that it'll be I think uh, if we work together too, you know, like us helping you with a little bit of your Civic, maybe we can kind of 
make some more shit like that. You know, that might yeah. be, that might be cool for you because obviously you get a lot of new stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we, you're not limited by what you can do. You know? Right. So don't be don't be afraid to ask for help, even even if it's not from me, if it's from another shop or a friend or whatever. Like, I'm sure you didn't expect walking in here asking me, and I'm just like, yeah, sure, let's do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just ask because you don't know what that person. You know, you don't know you don't know what I was gonna say. So right. Worst is to say no. You know what I mean? Yeah, so absolutely. So ask, ask for help along the way because, you know, it's not like you're you're a pretty good dude. So a lot of people are gonna probably want to help you. Thank so. you. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't offer to let you drive my car. I don't know <laughs> you, but if, if you're saying okay, yeah, you can drive it. <laughs> how how has it been? I mean, I know you've done stuff with a few other shops. How has that been a struggle for you? Has it been like? Obviously, it's hit or miss. We all we don't need to drop any names. We all know uh, who to go and who to stay away from. You know. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, how has it been working with other people? No, so. I mean it's it's been great. Yeah, uh, shops in general have been have been good. Um, I wouldn't say that I've had any like outrageously bad experiences with working with other, with other shops. It's been fun actually because it's a little bit of a switch up from what I normally yeah. do. And honestly, like. Uh, I would love to do that more. Like I, I really would. Uh, that's that's actually a goal of mine for sure. I think that those videos are so entertaining when I see people just like working with a shop and they're yeah. walking around. And they're like, oh, we're doing I, this. that's kind of what I was getting. Is I kind of feel like the viewers kind of want to see, kind of like more than just what you're doing at home or what you're doing to the car. They want to see like, like when you come in here, you know, and like where are you getting your shit or like who's helping you do this or like the car on the dyno, you know, I'm, or street now but i mean if you ever dino tune it you know just stuff like that i think that's cool cool content for people to see i yeah. think it, i think yeah. it's interesting and yeah that's kind of like we wanted to do a youtube i mean we're so fucking busy it's uh our youtube channel is going to stay small and it's only going to be probably for my pleasure because i think it's fun i mean, hopefully we grow it into something but we just all like the race and documenting us racing is just cool so this that, this that is more be, it, just the bullshit that happened yeah just the like shenanigans the we're not happened. gonna have some crazy you know make a living off of youtube but we can definitely draw a following to the <coughs> i mean do you come to track with us you'd be like holy shit that's you a, that's a fun that's a fun time <laughs> you know so it, it's really hard to explain it until you actually experience it. basically take yeah. your first track day and turn it up like 10 notches <laughs> more extreme than that you know yeah. so yeah it's I was a little overwhelmed, to be honest with you. First one out <laughs> but there. it's fun. Yeah. And it's fun. And I had a great time. It's always a good time. Yeah. No. Sounds sounds like fun. Well, we'll get you out there. Um, what's, do you got a lot of, do you have merch? What kind of merch you got? Um, I usually do a merch shop, like, right around this time every okay. year. Uh, I haven't, I like, the past few weeks have been ridiculous in terms of just, like, things going on in my life. So I haven't yeah. had any time to, like, sit down and think of a design. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I'm wearing right now is actually my merch. Really? Yeah, it's uh, I I branded it driveways and jack stands. stands. I like it, but I didn't put a space in between jack stands. (laughs) Okay, now you got to keep it that way. And then uh, (laughs) on the back, it's uh, Boosted John's beans, and it's got my Civic on it with like on a bean can. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty. That's legit. I like that. That's That's legit. (laughs) Has merch been like a big a big thing for you? And just because it kind of gives the people a way to interact with you, I know. Are you still doing like a Patreon thing or? Yes, I have Patreon. I don't. I don't really push it ever. It just there's always just a link in the description. I mean, people want people want to help. You know, so it's it's a good thing to have. Yeah, I mean, I I think I should, but uh, I just don't. I don't really like put enough time into it you know it's like patreon for me it would just be like like i'm not giving anything extra like i I don't know what else 
yeah. I don't know what else I could do with my time to, right. to provide something of value, I guess. Um, but no, merch has actually been super helpful. Um, when the when the built motor blew up, I did this run of like save the Civic from the car crusher merch. Yeah, <laughs> and it did. Yeah, it actually saved the Civic from the car crusher. Like, it, well, not not really. Like, I was gonna put it in the car crusher, but still, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it it paid for the for the all right. the parts. No, and that's awesome. I mean, we did the same thing, like the <clears throat> t-shirt with my dog on it, because mm-hmm. she had uh, a tooth. A tooth that was fucked up, and it was $2,500 to get it fixed. Jesus. And if we didn't pay that and we just got it pulled, it was still like $1,000, and then her tongue would have hung out. So we're like, well, fuck it. Let's just, I'm going to pay for it. It sucks. But I tried to just recoup some of the money by people supporting her, which they did. I mean, we sold yep. the fuck out of those shirts. That's so awesome. Everybody it, has those. It, it paid for her, it, it almost completely paid for the whole surgery. So. I only had to come out of pocket like a couple hundred bucks on a two thousand dollar surgery just for selling T-shirts for people. So it was, wow, that's nice. It's awesome, you know, that the people supporting us. That's yeah. a big thing too. Is people want to help. I feel like from the times that I've done merch, you know, normally it's just like, okay, guys, I'm dropping this like design that I made, like this bean can one, right? Just like I was like, I made this. This is the fall merch. Here you go. Like, if yeah. you want it, pick it up, right? Yeah. But the time that I did the save from the car crusher thing, like I feel like when people have like and a cause oh yeah right they're yeah, like a reason to buy yeah yeah it's yeah. and and it's it's so helpful and so awesome um and i think that's that's huge for merch so like i think that going forward if i do merch i will probably be like this is what you like specifically i'll tell them this is what you're funding yeah. mm-hmm. i'll be like you know i want i'm doing this yeah, do a drop for something cool you yeah. right like yeah every time because i mean i'm more inclined to spend 20 30 bucks to see something, you know, to see you do come something that it. I'm interested in. You <laughs> yeah, know, to like, come from it. Hey, build, build my first circle track car, you know, mm-hmm. that cost, you know, yeah. $3,000 to build. Yeah. You know, yep, exactly. That, yeah. That's the shit. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Those were the questions I had, man. Yeah, you I got mean, anything? That was pretty good. I mean, I'm excited to see you grow, and like, it's fun to work with you. The only – the one main thing of advice, I know you're excited to go to Tesla, but <laughs> to, to take yourself to the next level, you have to just go. So you ha- you have to full time go because I was doing the same thing as you. I was working a job, and then I was trying to grow Reds Racing, and it never grew until I said fuck it. This is all I'm doing. And mm-hmm. as soon as I did that, it was like light switch, dude. And it was you've seen how many cars we have here. It's yep. like, mm-hmm. we're insanely busy, and you know all the support from all the people. So get get your finances and yep. shit figured out, and then when you can make that leap, don't yeah. be scared. Just do it. It's gonna be awesome for you. So yeah. thank you, thank you. Yeah. All right, we'll do a little quick update real quick. So, cars in the shop. What do you got going on right now? Pretty full. Oh, boy. Let's um, I don't want to think about the shop. You don't want to talk about it this time? <laughs> we, we can talk about it next week. I mean, we have a lot of cool RSXs that are finally getting turbo kits, um, motors, a couple motor builds. Um, the MR2 got picked up. We just got to take it to the dyno. Nice. We're waiting for Mikey. He said he's going to be remote tuning, um, so that should be something soon. Sweet. That's yeah. good. So that car, um, the EK got picked up, the four-door that we did. Yep. Um, that should be on the dyno soon or whatever. Okay. Um, that RX-7 is pretty cool. RX-7 is sweet. Yeah, it's just a full drag car RX-7 mm-hmm. that's getting some. We're doing an update 25.5 cage to make it compliant for the um, 25.5. Do you have to cut all that out? No. We no. just have to add to his current cage. I'm okay. going to have to cut some of his floors so I can weld all around, but nothing too crazy there um yeah mostly a lot of turbo stuff lately so boost baby can't really complain the shops <laughs> you know we're like i said we're busy but we're definitely um 
we're definitely able to take more appointments now. Um, okay. Today, I hired another guy. Really? Um, That's exciting. You'd never guess what his name is. John. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to actually think. Is it TJ? Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> so uh, here, let's go over the people that already work here. Andy. Andy, number two. And then I got Jose. Andy, number three. And then I got Josue. And then, obviously, me and my wife. But Is that another Andy? It is. It's another Andy. <laughs> yeah, his name's Andrew. But Does he go by Andrew or does he go by Andy as well? He's going to go by probably either, I'm going to call him number three, or <laughs> when I hired him, he had a Sheepy shirt on, so I might just call him Sheepy. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's, because there's already too many Andys so, here. <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy number two, um, he's still staying part-time. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, we're probably going to transition him into full-time, as, but we haven't really thought about that much. Um, okay. Me and him kind of talking. We're, we're pretty good friends. We went to skate park on Tuesday. So yeah. Um, he's doing good. Um, I also hired another guy, but he doesn't start till Monday, but part-time. Um, his name's Matt. He works at Honda right now. Um, those two dudes filled out applications, and there was a lot of good people that filled out. Like, everyone that filled out, I was like, fuck, I wish I could hire every one of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to do what was best for the shop, and the shop was... We need someone with experience, but we needed more entry so that we can kind of breed them into what we want. Yeah, build them um, the way you want to And be. honestly, you know, we're we're still pretty small business. So, you know, obviously dollar amount mattered. Because, I mean, there was people that came in that were like, hey, I got to make $35 an hour. And I understand that. That's mm-hmm. true. But I told every person that come in, like, hey, be honest with me with what you need to make. Because I'm not trying to disrupt anyone's life. I can't yeah. I can't afford a $35 an hour person right now. Yeah. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, we got those two guys, um, you know, entry level-ish. So, that should be fun um, to train them and, you know. They have a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. I call them entry level, but that's just because like entry level to me is you know someone that knows less than me. Yeah. So they're entry level to me because they you know they don't have the background many years as I have you know. But they I've worked on both of their cars and I know they can build them just fine. So sweet. That's exciting. Yeah, that's cool for the shop. Um, other than that, the shop is just we're going racing this weekend. Grid life. Well, machine. Road America. So if anyone's listening to this before the weekend, I don't think it'll be out, but we're going to Road America. So. Yeah, I'm upset about that because I, I gotta, I'm got flying out to Mexico. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not a ooh. It's it's a shit. Hey. I don't want to do this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hey. it's, yeah. So it's we'll talk about that offline. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise the shop, yeah, there's nothing really. I mean, like I said, we got a lot of builds. We have our new JLTC build that we'll be revealing eventually. I'm not sure. I mean, a lot of people already know just because... You gotta keep. You gotta keep what we talked about. I want to see it on there. I don't even remember the lip and oh and the, the side skirts. <laughs> no, come the on, the lip's cracked. I mean, I'm gonna have a lip, but I'm gonna make no, one leave one. it. I'm Just making a splitter. No, come for, on, it looks no. good. No. <laughs> and you gotta keep the cigarette smell too. That's just like standard. S- oh. <laughs> standard something. <laughs> All right, we're gonna get away yeah, from it. We're, we're out of here, John. Let's, right. uh, where can everyone find your all your shit? YouTube's Instagram. All uh, YouTube is Boosted John. Instagram is at Boosted underscore John. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I think that's all I got. Pretty easy. Yeah. Check him out. Check him out. He's got a good. He's got a lot of good content. Obviously, he's probably going to be joining in with us going forward. At least that's going to be our goal to kind of get you in a little bit more for us. Uh, get you on the track a little bit more as well too. Um, obviously, you can catch Rudd's Racing at RudsRacing.com. You can go on Instagram, 
Rods Racing, Facebook, Rods Racing. Um, and then you can find this podcast on Google Podcast. And, yeah, that's about it, man. John, thanks for coming by. It was a great yeah, time. Thanks. Glad you stopped Anytime. in. Anytime. All right, guys. Later. Talk to you later. Peace.